Hey, hey, welcome to the weekly HODL with Shibs, where I bring you weekly Bitcoin adoption news and interviews from experts in the space. The new year is here. The new inflation print is in. Bitcoin is pumping for the first time in a minute, and we are still seeing relentless adoption across the world. So the inflation rate is in. The CPI index came in at 6.5%. This means that inflation has slowed down for the sixth month in a row from 7.1% in December. But as most of you understand, uh, inflation rates are compounding, and that is just a deceleration in the rate and not a reduction or deflation. A big piece of the inflation print being fuel and housing costs as the U.S. continues to drain its strategic oil reserves and the Fed continues hawkish tone and rate raising that is causing shelter costs to lower. Bitcoin has had a strong start to 2023, pumping from nearly 16,000 to over 21,000 in just the first couple of weeks. Uh, Jason Williams went uh, to Twitter and posted a, uh, a chart of the price of Bitcoin throughout its entire uh, creation here. And we can see that he posts, uh, he posts this chart and says, can these cycles be this easy? Can they really be that easy? And as you look at it, it looks like a three-year pump with a one-year dump, a three-year pump with a one-year dump. And all of these, uh, um, you know, all of these benchmarks are basically based off of the having which if you're not familiar with the Bitcoin halving, the Bitcoin halving happens approximately every four years where the amount of Bitcoin that gets distributed with a block uh, as a block reward gets cut in half. So essentially we have a currency uh, that is getting distributed but at an ever less rate. Uh, and so when we see this halving happen, um, there has been a correlation or uh, you know, in the previous uh, three cycles or four cycles, we've seen that this having has created uh, basically an upwards trajectory in the price because it becomes more scarce. Um, and he says, you know, we're at the end of this three uh, three year cycle here. Uh, what what should we see? So the question is, are we seeing a a pump as a beginning of the new bull market? Or is this just a bear market rally? Uh, that's a question for everybody out there. Let me know your opinions. Some news that Bitcoin Magazine posted that I thought was pretty interesting was that uh, one of the Belgian members of parliament uh, began to take his salary in Bitcoin during all of 2022. And he mentioned that he didn't even sell once. Uh, and he was quoted saying, I put this salary into Bitcoin uh, on a cold storage wallet every month and I haven't touched it. Um, so, you know, coming from, a, uh, again, like anytime we see a government official or anybody who's, who's closer to the money printer than any of us uh, saying that he's beginning to opt into the open monetary standard of Bitcoin, it's kind of an exciting thing um, just because uh, it proves that, you know, people are beginning to see the writing on the wall with some of this stuff. Uh, in other interesting news, um, everybody knows that China has taken a stance on Bitcoin of, of, of banning it previously. Um, so interesting to hear that uh, Samsung Asset Management uh, launched this week 
the Bitcoin ETF in Hong Kong. Um, so as we look at this, uh, and this ETF is offering for an investment, uh, represents a significant mainstream, uh, mainstream adoption milestone, uh, freed from the complexity behind the asset itself, complexity, right? Just take some time to learn about it. Uh, institu institutions and retail investors can enjoy price exposure through a simple regulated avenue uh, as such, Samsung's offering in Hong Kong promises to further expand awareness about Bitcoin and access to the Bitcoin exposure in the region. Um, but that doesn't come without intrinsic drawbacks. Although investors can get exposure to fiat price fluctuations in the underlying asset through the ETF, uh, they won't possess the product itself, being that gold, uh, being a gold or B a BTC. And it's a subtle but very important difference, especially for Bitcoin. Investors can only take advantage of Bitcoin's true value proposition of censor-resistant uh, and sovereign digital money if they choose to purchase and self-custody Bitcoin themselves. Um, so, of course, Bitcoin Magazine uh, goes into this and makes a, a very strong point uh, that this is just a, a, an ETF exposure to Bitcoin. It's not the truly holding the asset, uh, which I believe is still... Uh, illegal in China. Um, so they're allowing for basically people to get exposure to the price fluctuations in fiat, but not the actual asset themselves. Uh, but as we all know, uh, those people and believers in Bitcoin uh, in China are getting their hands on it anyways. And I believe I think there's still something like 10% to 20% of the mining that goes on in Bitcoin uh, is still going on like black market under the radar in China, which is which is huge. So the people that need this product are, are, are getting it and exposure um, to uh, the price and things like that is happening at a rapid rate. So in another interesting and very, very cool story, um, Cyber Kongs is helping the oldest national park in Africa, in the Congo, stay afloat with, they say, crypto mining, but uh, it's Bitcoin mining. Um, the Virunga National Park in Africa is currently closed to tourism during ongoing conflict in the region. But Cyber Kongs is helping the safeguard for biodiversity, uh, keeping its lights on with a sustainable cryptocurrency mining operation or Bitcoin mining operation. So they're using uh, the little run of river that runs through the space and through the park uh, with hydroelectric power that has a capacity of about 15 megawatts uh, located in the region. And so what they're doing is they're using the, the extra power that's generated um, by this hydroelectric plant uh, and they're mining Bitcoin uh, to essentially then sell and then use uh, to keep the national park afloat. Um, so uh, one of the members there at the park says that he's responsible for the maintenance uh, of the blockchain servers, he says. Uh, we currently have 2,882 machines on site with the arrival of 1,800 uh, additional servers. Uh, we will triple our current operations and it will allow uh, Virunga to generate substantial income. So this is another uh, another example of a um, kind of like a, a, a state funded or or uh, a use for for Bitcoin to keep something that would otherwise not be profitable. Um, you know, in green energy with this hydroelectric plant, uh, if there's no buyers for that energy, there's nothing. 
there's nothing for this park to monetize, but now they're able to use that energy um, to mine Bitcoin, which is allowing them to stay afloat, which is, which is you know, uh, to me, a great story and super cool to hear. And always any of this information coming out of Africa, them, them leveraging Bitcoin for freedom um, and for, you know, access, uh, you know, access to personal banking and things like that is really awesome to hear. Um, but anyways, thanks always as watching. Please like, subscribe, share with a friend. I appreciate your viewership. Um, if you have any notes or anything that you want to say in the comments below, I'd love to engage. You know, feel free to uh, tag me on Twitter uh, or, or follow me on Twitter. Um, any, you know, it's always a pleasure to meet Bitcoiners uh, and I appreciate you. Take care.